0: Shit, nerd shit. So in, the nerd shit. Hello,
1: everybody, and welcome back to nerd shit. nerd shit. Nerd Shit. I'm Sam Wilson. Joining me, as always,
2: Zach Schneider and Liz Tori.
1: Today, we're going to be continuing the Indiana Jones franchise in the lead up to Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny, and we are going to be reviewing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The third film of the, I guess the initial trilogy. You could say that there was kind of an original trilogy of, of films made in the eighties before they kind of brought it back several years later. So
3: I would like to say that this movie is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. You're, you're, just, you're, you're just going right, right wow. to the we, end we're, list. We were going to have we're this whole gonna...
2: discussion about it, but <laughs> oh, no, I guess, I guess, I guess we it. just got to give our scores now without talking about the movie. I'm the all right, one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, all right. Opening sequence, we get we get the gift that is River Phoenix playing Indiana yes! Jones. Oh my God, perfect! His place.
2: master, like every single movement he makes, every single expression he does, um, his mannerisms, the way he speaks, the way he moves, the way he reacts to the situations, are perfect perfectly matching and mirroring uh, Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones. He is 100% a fantastic, doing an amazing job in this sequence. It is astounding. And also, it's just a massively fun sequence apart from that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can, I, can I just say, let's talk about River Phoenix for just one minute. 1989, I was about eight years old. I saw this movie in the theaters, and this little boy gave me tingly bits in my tummy.
0: (laughs) Mm. River
3: Phoenix was part of that awakening in me. I was like, I like him. He looks pretty cool. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. There's something weird here. I like his hair. (laughs) So, yes, geniusly done geniusly done. I mean the kid shows that he was a young, talented actor. Seriously. Like you said, he picked up the mannerisms. There's nothing in my in my mind that that distinguishes him against older Indiana. It's like, oh yeah, that is him. I love the way he gets the whip too. I don't know. I like the way they set this part up.
2: I I also liked the whip he immediately cuts himself with it. It's like Oh, yeah, yes. he's never held a whip before. That's what happens when you try and swing a whip around. And-
3: Wasn't there a young Indiana Jones show or something like that?
1: There was. I watched him when I was a kid. It was Sean Patrick Flannery played the character there. Um, I think, again, I, I would have loved to have seen a show where River Phoenix plays uh, mm-hmm. the young Indiana Jones. Uh, I, I think he was actually still alive at the time that they were making the show. Um uh, I I I'd have to look up the years but it, it, it he was he was probably it was probably too expensive to get for a whole TV show at that oh, time cuz cuz yeah. he, cause he yeah. was he was a big rising star
3: I would love to see I would love to see that again I would love to see a new Indiana Jones
1: It was a decent show a I, I would have to I would have to watch it again as an adult cuz like I really watched it as like a young kid yeah. Yeah. um cuz I I remember like I mean this will date when it was cuz I remember renting the VHS tapes of it from I don't even think it was Blockbuster. I think it was Hollywood Video because there was a Hollywood Video close to my house where I was growing up. Which I mean that 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 chain went the way of the dodo even sooner than Blockbuster yeah. did. Oh, but, yeah. but I don't know. Hollywood Video was fun though because like that was the one that had like the the wall of TVs when you would walk in that were all like playing like one thing. Like it was like. I don't know.
3: <laughs> River died in what, ninety three? I I just looked up
1: ninety four he died. Yeah. yeah. Ninety four. Sure, yeah. Oh no, it was no it was, sorry, it was ninety three. It was ninety three. Ninety three. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Man. Yeah. So sad. So, yeah,
1: and that's that's right, right. I just looked up. So like he actually died right around the time that they were doing the T V show, but they definitely started making the T V show before he died. I think in ninety two they started the T V show. <sighs> And again, it was Sean Patrick Flannery, but uh who's also a really talented actor and, yeah.
3: and he was, uh River Phoenix was nineteen when he played this role.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Again, I can't overstate what an amazing job he was doing, like in general, but at nineteen, that's astounding. Yeah, phenomenal. I've no doubt that if River Phoenix were still with us, he would he
1: would be still complete A lister, you know, like he would still be making yeah. movies to this day. Like, he was he was definitely gone far too soon.
3: My my heart kinda sank a little bit when I thought about that. It's so sad. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, the sequence itself, I love the train sequence where he's going from car to car. And you kind of find out these things about, you know, Indy. It's like we find out why he's afraid of snakes. We find out where the whip comes from for the the first first time. the boa (laughs) constrictor scene,
3: I love and then the scene where he's fighting, and the guy is holding him down, hoping hoping that the rhino stabs him. And then the rhino <laughs> goes up, and it comes right between their legs. And they both look at each other, like ah ah ah, we gotta oh oh move move it's move. Like, maybe
2: maybe we should not be doing this here. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: this yeah. the an than awesome life. sequence. The animatronics in this sequence are fucking phenomenal.
1: Mm -hmm. It's such a it's such a fun, joyful, adrenaline rush of a sequence. It really is. It gets you started
3: off as a ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they approach that Indiana Jones is a ride. Mm
1: -hmm. The magic box. He goes into the box. And then somehow, <laughs> I don't know how they did this all in one take, it was, it's a very impressive filmmaker, but when the, the box collapses, and then somehow he's on the outside of the train, it's like, what? What the <laughs> fuck?
2: Like- <laughs> I gotta assume there's just like a hole in the bottom of the box that when yeah. the box collapses, the roof comes down covers the hole, but it's still it's super fun and cool to think. It's like yeah. yeah,
3: I think it's a cut. Yeah. I, to be honest, yeah. I think it's a cut, but still, it's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Movie magic.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I also love that the the kind of leader of the robbers, you can tell that Indy ends up kind of basing his whole yes. look on this guy. Yep. You
2: know? <laughs> he had this one faithful one faithful it's like, you know what? I am mad, but that man was cool as hell. Yeah, It's <laughs> that, <that's laughs>
1: mutual. The it's like the, the, the guy is like, you know what? He had a, th- th- this kid, this kid caused, caused me a lot of headache today. But he's got some. He, like I admire that kid's guts. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know like, I like that there becomes this mutual respect between them. Where where the guy, like I, I love that line where he just goes up to kids like, "You lost today, kid," but that doesn't mean you have to like it. You know, yes, mm-hmm. it's like it's basically saying it's like you know you're gonna make something of yourself. Yep.
2: Like you're, I, I, I see. Yep, he's he's not yes. saying, "Oh, he's stupid kid you know, interfering." It's like. No, no, keep doing this. You one day you're gonna you're gonna make it work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate to break you know absentee father figures into this, but
1: maybe th- with that one encounter, maybe that that guy provided kind of a father figure to Indy that he never got from Sean Connery. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What are you talking about? He was a wonderful father. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I think that's why I connected with Indy because you know it was about this age. I was about thirteen, and my dad, me and my dad, we used to play hide and seek all the time. And I was thirteen, and he hid, and I didn't find that some bitch till I was twenty. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I know that we all have issues with our fathers here. <laughs> two well.
3: daddies, two issues.
1: <laughs> I like my dad. All
3: right, well, uh, okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, you
2: got a cool one. Good for you.
1: <laughs> Hi,
2: dad. Yeah. No, that's, really, that's actually genuinely true. I just say Sam's, Sam's father is a cool guy. <laughs> you hear that, dad? Yeah. I'm not going to say the same for my dad, but. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Walter Donovan is, is the villain in in this film. Uh, you know Julian Glover's is one of those veteran uh, you know English character actors. He, he definitely telegraphs he's going to be the bad guy when he says don't trust. Whenever you have a character, who you're not sure where you stand with, and they say don't trust anybody. I know that that's the one. You're oh, you're the one I shouldn't trust immediately. Yep. I'm always mm-hmm. like that. You know <laughs> that's the formula
3: exactly. Yeah.
1: I'm glad to see General Veers
3: has other occupations, and then yes. he made. It- off the Death Star. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. No, he, he works well as the just totally amoral guy. guy who he wants he wants to live forever, he got everything in life being a wealthy capitalist, and now he wants to take it with him by never dying. So He 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 sells that to a T.
1: You know what's funny is Julian Glover, I was just reading on Wikipedia that Julian Glover had stated after this movie came out that he was personally dissatisfied with his American accent. I gotta say, as an American, I thought it was perfectly good. I honestly do. Like If you told me that he was
2: American, that he wasn't you know, if I hadn't seen him, you know, in his native British accent and other roles, I would have assumed he was American. Yeah, perfectly good, so
0: it's he wasn't funny. Actors
1: are always, you know, self-critical like that exactly. a lot of times. Yeah. I feel like they, but, they, yeah. they know
2: where they slipped up, and we're just, you know, along the way. Yeah. yeah, I could have done that better,
3: but at least, at least, he wasn't like George. Listen. We're gonna need to reshoot everything and I'm gonna go in an Irish accent. Yeah. Or a Scottish accent. Yeah, I'll go with a Scottish
1: accent. Oh, well, at least it was a Dick Van Dyke trying to have a Cockney accent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: he got that check. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He got that check. Governor. I got my no. check. <laughs> <laughs> Went right over into the bank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we apologize to our English listeners, uh, particularly those from the Cockney region. Yep. Um,
3: <laughs> Listen, all of you, I'll be over there soon. Just
1: get me a pint, lovelies. Thank you. <laughs> But you know, I feel like any time that he does almost kind of slip into British, it comes across as this kind of highfalutin, Luton, like you know, yeah. or that, I don't know, like it, it, the, there's a certain kind of like almost transatlantic accent that that I feel does work for characters like this too. Right. You know, I totally, I totally would have thought he was American. I agree. It was the, good. That
2: was kind of the thing is that his his voice is. This is the era when that transatlantic ans- accent was, you know, increasingly popular, the, you know, 1930s. So that's pretty much what I took it as, you know, any time it was like that. Yeah.
1: And that's why he got the role. I'm sure, you know, I think I'm he sure, showed yeah. up to the, to the audition with it, with that voice is like, oh, he's like, this is the perfect, like 1930s rich guy, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, no, he works. He works in the role. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Elsa Schneider. Like, I, I was thinking about this after the fact, like. I honestly think um, Allison Doody... uh,
2: Doody, sorry. No, that is her (laughs) (laughs) name. We are mature people on this podcast. (laughs) Nerd shit, everybody. I I couldn't say that with a straight face.
1: (laughs) I think she does well, but I think she was a little miscast. I think casting somebody a little bit older, Mm -hmm. I think I could have bought her more as... like It's one of those things... It kind of reminded me of... Uh, that one James Bond movie where they cast Denise Richards as a nuclear physicist. Right. And I was just like, I just don't know if I buy it. I feel like they just kind of cast young hot woman, you know, and that was kind of how I felt about Allison duty. And there's this thing about, <laughs> I think that to be honest, her seducing both Indiana and Henry senior, <laughs> I think would have come across as a little less, you know, like, if she if she had if she had been more middle aged, I think that would have worked better for me and like sat a little better with me, to be honest. The fact that she comes across as younger than both of them. Yeah. You know, like to me was like, okay. You know,
2: like No, I, I definitely agree with you there. I think one of the issues that works with her is that it's supposed to be a big surprise when she turns. But they should probably have picked someone who was very less obviously a Nazi to be the secret Nazi. Mm-mm. <laughs>
3: mm-mm. I think it worked. I think it worked. <laughs> and I enjoyed I enjoyed her guilf I- her guilf issues and her dilf issues. She was looking for a dad to fuck, and she was looking for a grandpa to fuck, and I'm glad that <laughs> she was able to work out everything. And I am so glad, I am so glad that he was like, how would you know she was a Nazi? And he was like, she talks in her sleep.
1: <laughs> just read this, Sean Connery improvised that line, and they, and they liked it so much they kept it in. Because <laughs> the talk, reveal that sleep. he slept with her was supposed to come later, but the, that line was so funny, he was like, okay, we'll just reveal it then. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then they talk about sharing things, Uh-oh. and then she's talking about how sensual everything was. And instead of instead of uh, uh Indiana saying something, he just turns around and goes, "Why thank you? I thought it was rather nice." <laughs> yeah, she was rather wonderful.
0: I just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I fucking love
3: that whole subplot. <laughs> I'm not hating on her. I'd look for a sugar daddy too. <laughs> or or if if someone just wants to be my sugar and I can be their daddy.
2: <laughs> if you have some sugar and you're looking for a "quote unquote" relative. <laughs>
0: God damn it. <laughs>
1: I don't, there's also this thing like they're trying to make her this this whole fem femme fatale type character i just she just fell a little flat for me personally in this movie but you know again it's, it's no disrespect to to allison duty like I, I do think she did fine um i just i i think just casting someone more mature i think it, it's not even just it like it's mainly an age thing but like but it's not even just for the sake of you know whether it's like you know creepy that she slept with both the Joneses. Like I, I just think like I could have bought her as this character who a is this this academic and also someone who could seduce you know both of these guys. If I if she felt like she was more world experienced, if that makes sense. Yeah, like that was kind of, that was kind of my
2: feeling on it. But her also her guilt about what the Nazi party is doing back in Germany would have read as a little more honest as well. If again, for instance, she was an experienced academic who had been a German academic for a while and was slowly growing dissatisfied with the way her country was going over time. But it doesn't read as that because she seems so young. So it's like, all right. So you just kind of grew up believing the hype and I'm only now worried about the consequences. She
3: is a smart Intelligent, independent woman in the Nazi society. And the Nazi society were full of inbred, stupid motherfuckers
0: oh. mm-hmm.
3: who never looked for proof. And I absolutely believed that they would fall for a pair of tits. And she took advantage of that. Elsa was not a good character. She's mm-hmm. a horrible character. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I also see, I also kind of see that character and I buy it. I'd have bought that she fucked dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. she's a fucking Nazi. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's a higher
1: up Nazi. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a the thing where you see her, like you know, having that reaction to the to the book burning and everything. It's one of those yeah. things of like, yo, cry me a river, bitch. Right. You're still working with these guys, like, yeah. you know, like it's like you <laughs> kind of directly like, facilitate <laughs> this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I have like no sympathy for you That's whatsoever, like,
2: woman. Not the worst that they've done, but this is what you're fucking crying about, okay? Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you're
3: high up in the Nazi society. And I know there were, I know there were a lot of people that were like, uh, what's his face? The other Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, Schindler. Yeah. If you were like him. Okay. There, there were people like that, but this, this girl is out here chasing down shitty supernatural shit. And she's higher up in the Nazis. And, And I believe that she would do whatever she had to do to get through that society. I bought that from her performance. I bought that, that she wanted a Holy grail for herself. She picked the wrong Holy grail on purpose just to see what would happen with, uh, with ugly face with Greer, uh, general Greer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I, I think they did well at selling that. She's diabolical, but she's like this leveled out diabolical, where she didn't want to take out herself.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. for but sure. But I
3: would believe that she fucked dogs and monkeys and hippos <laughs> and whatever. I'm I'm just gonna keep adding to the list.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Hamsters.
1: <laughs> well, let's let's get into Sean Connery, y'all. I mean, I think I do I mean, like this into movie. Connery. This movie completely rests on the dynamic between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Oh, my God, yeah. This duo is what makes this a great movie. It was already a good movie, but this is what makes it a great movie. Completely. The
3: moments where Indy acts like a stereotypical son looking for looking for approval from his dad when he would blow something up and he'd have that smirk like look what I did dad and look the, what I did
2: she caught her just staring back stone faced <laughs> <He> entirely <scared. laughs> oh my god <laughs>
3: The whole thing with the boat but dad what about
2: the boat junior what about the boat no dad forget the boat forget the boat (laughs) Uh, just the instant the first moment when they come on screen and you know senior has just hit him over the head with a with a pot (laughs) and the first thing that they're having two different years conversations. Sorry, what? Yeah. They're having two different conversations. Son again.
3: <laughs> oh god. I'll never forgive myself. Oh, it's okay. i I'm I'm, oh. I'm I'll recover. It'll be fine. Oh, thank, thank God. god. <laughs> and he smiles and he feels good that his dad thought about him, and then he goes, It's a fake. <laughs> 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 that that smile drops. He's like, This motherfucker. <laughs> that is that is me and my dad in the same room when we had to be in the same room that is us i was like fuck
1: oh yeah and, and despite well i i like the fact that they both bring their different perspectives into it but the fact of the matter is henry senior was a pretty terrible father oh yeah, when he was, was a kid he was a <laughs> terrible father but i like the fact that they can come to get once they're both adults they can come together and they can yes. understand each other finally for the first yes. time of their life and they go on this adventure together and yeah, they they really finally grow to understand each other and they finally are able to bond as a father and son later in life. Yes. I think is I think is great, but there's so much great moments, so much great humor between the two of them. I love the part where Henry Senior is is in the 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 gun? Is uh, is in the the gun part of the the biplane? And he shoots the the rudder <laughs> on accident. They like, got us. "I'm sh- I'm sorry, Sean. They got us." Yeah. You know,
0: like, <laughs> 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 like they got us. <laughs> Damn
2: it! And the thing about it is that it's such a genuine feeling relationship. Uh, yes. The whole time, I love. There's one interaction where it's like, oh, why do we have to go back there? It's like, don't you remember what you wrote down in the diary? Well, no, I wrote it down in the journal, so I wouldn't have to remember. Yes! Yes!
3: I love where you first see them. You get that, that vaudeville style comedy right then and there, because he's like, where's the journal? And he goes... I sent it home. It's not here. He wouldn't be stupid enough to bring it back here. <laughs> uh, you did bring it back here, did you? Oh god, you brought it back here
2: <laughs> And just the whole castle escape sequence. I love when he gets the letters like alright, burn the rope, and it's like uh Okay, dropped it on the floor, don't worry. Uh
0: <laughs> we
1: have like, who poured gasoline all over that room, by the way? Always, that's always the thing I wonder.
2: They, it's they like, really need to just dust in there. Like, clearly the place is just a fire trap. It's terrible. But
0: <laughs>
3: yes, <laughs> um, there's a problem. There's this one
2: line I keep coming back to, I love. When they find the revolving door in the fireplace, it spins, <laughs> it brings them right back to the same room on fire. Just, oh, our situation is not improved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great one-liner, too.
0: Situation ah.
3: is not proof. I would like to also point out that they locked that burning room and burned down those Nazis. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> by shoving that, that bust of Adolf Hitler in that fireplace so it can't spin.
1: Yeah, and... They burnt. They burnt down a bunch of, bunch of Nazis. Yes! And yep. give, like, them <laughs> give them a medal.
3: Give them a medal. Fuck those burnt Nazis. <laughs> I love when they have the Nazis as the bad guy because you can do whatever
1: in the fuck you want to with a exactly. Nazi. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's like oh, they were the soldiers. They're just in the control room. If, if you're a part of the Nazis at all, you're you no. Know,
3: you are you're, you're a part dead. of the like,
2: and consider to yes. scale the problem we just really don't care what happens to you at that point
3: exactly there are three kids in that room were they part of Hitler's youth? Yes. Ah, das Vidania <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, going back into the beginning of the castle sequence, I also love that it. This is like the first time we really see Indy do this thing where he like puts on like a character act to like to try oh, and get yeah. in. But when he puts <laughs> on that Scottish accent, but I love the fact that he puts on a Scottish accent because his dad's Scottish. Right. And like, it just <laughs> made sense, you know. It's like. I thought, it was just, but it's just hilarious. Just getting to see Harrison Ford just be goofy because we never get to see him be goofy like right. that. Yes. that was just funny.
2: I thought no, it was it was a super fun way to introduce them. I also loved that the butler was not fooled for like a second. It's like, yeah, if you are a Scottish lord, then I am Mickey Mouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! And then punches him out. <laughs>
3: I love the scream of the of the Nazi lady, where there he tries to you know kind of smile and appeal to her, and then all of a sudden she. It reminds me of Mindy Sterling and Austin Powers every time.
0: Alarm!
2: Yeah, I kind yes. of <laughs> wonder if like Mindy Sterling was intentionally like using part I, of that. Yes. <laughs>
1: I've wondered that too. Well, it's like Austin oh, Powers. I mean, they, they 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 parody they mostly parody James Bond, but they parody a lot of movies. Yeah. So yeah. it could have that yeah. could have been a subtle <laughs> that could have been a subtle reference to this movie as well. I, I love the way that they use the Marcus Brody character in this movie. He's actually along for yes! the adventure this time, and they made him a comic relief character, which I thought was really fun.
2: I like that he is there to provide support. You do see him as a true friend of Indy, and also ridiculously out of his depth as well, but. Going back, I know that we had recently talked about Temple of Doom, and I, I don't want to have too much... I'm not trying to hate on it too much, but the reason that I think it works more for Marcus than it worked for Willie is that she doesn't want to be there, she's out of her depth, and... She never really grows a backbone to the point, whereas Marcus Brody in this does have a backbone. He's just, again, still horrifically out of his depth. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at a very specific set of things, skills. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
3: I, I think they let Denim Elliot do his thing. After we did the last one, and uh, we were talking about uh, Denim Elliot, and I was, at, I was wondering what the difference was. I've been watching some of his stuff. And he is a pretty adept comedian, physically. And I, I honestly think they just let go and let him do his thing. And it paid off because Marcus Brody in this movie kills me every time. He's probably my, he's probably one of my favorite parts. I love the senior and junior moments. They make me happy, but Marcus Brody really, I, the chemistry with him and everybody else. They just let him go.
2: There's one moment that's relatively subdued, but I, I just gets me every time is hilarious is when he and Solo are being shaken down by the very obvious <laughs> Nazi agent and Solo's trying to say as subtly as possible, run. run. And he <laughs> just I'm sorry, did you like, say the, the the actor's totally Uh, His reaction, his complete inability to grasp the situation... at all just, it gets me every time it is so hilarious Well,
1: it's the set. to me the part that gets me every time is just the setup to the punchline of like Indy going through this whole monologue of how Marcus Brody speaks a dozen languages he has all these different cu- contacts with all these different cu- countries it's like he already has a two day head start you never see him again he'll disappear and they like smash cut to Marcus going wandering through the market saying hello does anyone speak English uh, English anyone yeah. Just
2: like, <laughs> just want to hammer home how much India's is bluffing here. Just yes. <laughs> oh my
3: god, so good.
1: And again, with, to me, there's nothing about it that even goes against anything we saw of him in Raiders. He just wasn't in Raiders that much. Right. I feel like yeah. we just didn't really, we just didn't really get to know him as a character. But because you know, we have them along for the adventure this time. We're able to explore him. And yep. I, I, I kind of agree with you, Liz. I think that they probably leaned into the personality of the actor and said, hey, you're funny. You're like, comedy is a strength of yours. Yeah. Let's lean into the comedy with with this. Yeah, But it's it's in a way that it doesn't, it it adds to, rather than, you know, is a change from what we saw of it in Raiders, I feel.
3: The bit where Sala is trying to save him and leads him straight to
1: his capture, oh, that setup to his is trap. perfect. for it. you think he's putting oh, him in God. some building, and then you find out it's the truck. <laughs> <laughs> <like>, that is
2: <laughs>
3: fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Sola kind of enters this movie a little bit suddenly. It's like, oh, hey, Sola's back all of a sudden. Right. But it's great having him back. You know, we we know we know and love him from Raiders. We don't really have to reintroduce him. He's just once he yeah. shows up in the movie, he's just there. And like, like so like I like Temple of Doom is such a different tone from Raiders. I like the fact that they kind of return more to the Raiders' tone with this one. And a part of that was, let's bring back one of the companions. Let's bring Solo back, you know?
2: Yeah. And I will say that I still think Last Crusade does have a slightly different tone than Raiders. For one thing, I think, and this is not a knock against Raiders because it is still really well-written and has a lot of chemistry and is funny, I do think Last Crusade is still much funnier. Um, While not letting go, like, it's still is gripping has great action sequences and it doesn't use the humor to undercut any of the emotional beats um i do just think that it is just inherently designed to be slightly funnier
3: it is i I would agree with that they just made a family movie that's Mm -hmm. it and i think they did really well leaning into the humor Mm -hmm. is something that revolutionized the indiana jones movies
1: well and Temple of Doom had a lot of humor too but I also think that at the time a lot of people were kind of off put by some of the darkness and some of the violence and, and, and disturbing content in that movie I think that they made an effort to be more family friendly with this one than they were with Light-hearted. Temple hearted yeah mm-hmm. Temple did get such mixed reviews when it came out you know and ironically was better received after the fact even though our review was was less kind to it but
3: but in this film you can tell that they listened to the uh, fans of the last movie because with elsa they tried to fix their woman problem with the brown skinned people they tried to fix that racist problem they did i feel like they listened made notes and made another one
1: uh you also got this order of the cruciform sword that comes in is these these guys hey who are these guys trying to kill us it's like oh we're actually trying to protect the grail oh you just want to fight your dad never mind that's fine you know I, yeah. I like I like the one guy, like, is it's so on the nose that when he dies, he dies almost in the Jesus pose. Right. right end, yes. Like- <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. These guys just kind of, you know, came and went we from the we movie. We just want but- to hammer home that these guys are righteous. Uh, not particularly great at guerrilla warfare, but they are righteous. <laughs> <laughs> they are righteous.
3: Yeah. I love that he does die basically in the Jesus pose.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, it's fun. It's it's fun to kind of just throw in an extra element as a complication yes. in the movie. But it, right. it doesn't come across as overly complicated. It's it's like okay, there's there's this there's this whole other faction that has their own agenda, which is to protect the Grail. But that that kind of helps to kind of foreshadow, you know, the ending that there that this this isn't just an ancient relic. That this is actually something that you know people are still protect that that is still under protection even even to this day. So. Um, Some fun action sequences. Of course, like, those guys show up in the, in the Venice boat chase. Side note, I just love the recurring line of, ah, Venice. <laughs> just yeah. throughout the Venice sequence, it's, like, just just yeah. hilarious every time it comes up. Oh, yeah. you know? there's,
2: there's so many moments in that sequence I love. I love the, uh, in the library, This the guy stamping the books is like, what? Oh, my God.
0: oh yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that scene. Do and then that last one, he sets it up and he stares at it like, are you gonna make another noise? <laughs> it's so good. I, I would, I like to also point out that now we understand why they did not really get the Holy Grail in, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. We understand where that rabid rabbit came from. It came from this group. It came from this this group that
2: was protecting it was the yep. Holy Grail. The end. It turns out that was, I guess, the French r- chapter of the Order of the Swords. Sword. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, yes, yes,
2: very unique form of defense. <laughs>
1: yes, we are French. Can't you tell by these outrageous accents? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not go away! I shall don't you a second time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, no, the, the boat chase is really fun. The boat chase in Venice. Like I, I mm-hmm. love the thing of like Idie and Elsa can't quite hear each other. They both think that they're telling the other to go in between the two Are boats you and crazy? they're telling don't to go say, in between. they're both saying to don't go between them. And just go the between. miscommunication causes them to go in between it's like it's like watching your
3: parents give each other give each other directions <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> on the highway. Yes. <laughs> Take this exit, this exit, this exit, this exit. <laughs>
1: Yes. That one,
3: you passed it.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Later in the movie, we have a really fun tank battle sequence in the desert. Yes. Um, again, you know, where, where, you know, Marcus and, and Henry senior end up in the tank at one point, they've got a rescue that, like it's is a fun sequence. Oh, yeah. I like, you know, the tank going over the cliff with Indy and they, they think, and Indy's dead. And then Indy walks up behind the group, I, and, like joins the I group. Like, what are you guys looking
2: at? <laughs> love that image so much. Just Indy. They're all so heartbroken for Indy and he's just like struggling to climb back up the cliff. And none of them see him doing it. It's just like, ah, oh yes,
3: <laughs> I guess you can say the pin is mightier than the sword. What?
1: <laughs> I love that
3: line so much.
1: It's so stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think what makes it work is also just Henry Jones senior like totally not reacting. To that I was like, what? No.
1: Why are you yes. goddammit, Marcus?
0: <laughs> of course, that, he's, he's not model one to talk. Is, talk you know, He,
2: he did uh, shoot down a plane with the power of seagulls, which...
3: <laughs> that oh was my also, god, yes, that, that, that scene!
2: tuka <laughs> tuka that was phenomenal. It was.
3: I mean, if Jean-Claude Van Damme can take down a helicopter <laughs> with a bow and arrow, then goddamn it, Sean Connery can take down anything with seagulls.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're always bringing up Van Damme with the bow and arrow with the helicopter. You're always bringing that up, Liz. <laughs> It's what I
3: compare everything to. If something (laughs) happens and I go, there's no fucking way. But actually, the
1: seagulls to the plane is actually, it
0: it it happens today.
1: And as, uh the, the the you know Sully that pi- that real life pilot Sully had a bunch of geese fly into his airplane engine and the right. plane was going to go down so yeah <laughs> and that
2: plane was you know solidly metal it wasn't you know a bunch of you know fabric <laughs> together so yeah <laughs> yeah it's fine sometimes to take down a Nazi you have to sacrifice a few seagulls but you yep. know <laughs> well as we all know seagulls are the Nazis of the sea so. <laughs>
1: We apologize to all of our seagull listeners (laughs) We
3: don't wish to offend you Mine, 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 mine mine. Particularly
2: not when our food Is within snatching distance
0: Yes
1: (laughs) I love when we get to the third act of the movie I love the three challenges That Mm. Indy has to go on um, you know, the pendant Man will pass, the pendant Man kneels, and then does a little forward roll to... Re- <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like,
1: okay, the pendant Man kneels, then he has to do a little somersault
0: to avoid so, like the other blade. The <laughs> funny part to me is Twist, the second blade,
2: jump. where you have the first one, it's like, okay, I get it, you know, you want people to kneel, and the bla- otherwise the blade will take their head off. But then they have to roll forward, and the second blade's gonna cut their stomach open. You- whoever was designing this movement trap was just an asshole would they put that one yes. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, but I love when they're they're cutting back and
1: forth as he's doing these challenges between Indy and Henry Senior and they're both it, it's almost like they have this spiritual connection where they're both figuring it mm. out together even though they're in these these different spots, you know. Like I just I just love that, you know. And then having having to spell out the name of God too is like, but in Latin, Jehovah starts with an eye. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how Henry Senior knows that, that Junior's gonna forget that in the moment. It's right. like,
2: oh dear. <laughs> it, it just does such a good job of like this whole movie we've seen they've been estranged and growing slowly clo- slowly closer together, and it just it does such a good job of being both an exciting action sequence and showing that they've really started to respect and know and love one another as well it's no I, I agree it's it's fantastic and also super props to the uh practical effects designer for it's like all right so uh yeah we're just gonna have a bridge that looks exactly like the wall behind it
1: no, no, <laughs> i love that the invisible bridge is so cool and the way that it they is. reveal it the way they reveal it by rotating the camera so you yes. can see it Is so good. I love that so much. It's
3: just put together to look like that part of the wall. It's fucking crazy. That leap of faith and and the way it just blends in.
2: When I watched this time, I only just noticed that, oh, that's the reason the entrance is so narrow there, so people can't do a look-see.
1: Yes, exactly. And then we, we meet the uh, the ancient knight, the last of three brothers, still alive, very, 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 very old. Oh, yeah. Has apparently just been sitting in this room with a
2: bunch of cups for 700 years. It's, it's fine. <laughs> He's got an illuminated manuscript. The same one book to read over and over and over again for 700 years. What I wouldn't give for one more book. Just, just a book. Any book.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Even if it's a bad book, so that I... I have the book that I read and the book that I don't want to read right now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I I love this guy, and I love the challenge of choosing which is the the correct grail. And yeah, Elsa just completely is like, air! Drink from this one! Let's see what happens! You know?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do love how clear it was in the moment. It's like, all right, she doesn't necessarily know which one is right, but she knows it's not that one. Exactly. (laughs) No, but both
1: she and Indy know like, i I love that. I love that that the actual grail is the one that you wouldn't picture
2: the Holy Grail would look like, right. but it's the one that makes sense It's like this this is what a carpenter would drink from exactly all, all, all those thousands of years ago at a at a supper somewhere, where the fuck would he have gotten a gold chalice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly yeah so it's like I, I i love like they really did put thought into that you know it wasn't like temple of doom where it's like oh what hinduism i oh, fucking no. it's like it right. could be just some evil death cult. like they actually did put thought into this hmm. you yeah. know and so i i i i really did appreciate the, this whole sequence i thought was was really good really fun it does make me wonder if uh, Indy bought himself an extra like ten years of life or something with that one one little drink he took from with, it. With or- all, with <laughs> all the
2: bullet wounds and bruises he's gotten, he was, he'd probably like knocked off about ten years and probably got him back right then. It's like all right, <laughs> <laughs> you were developing you were developing a liver type of thing, but they they weren't gonna catch it yet. But don't worry, that's that's not a thing anymore. It's
1: fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that one one bone in his leg that didn't quite heal right, all of a sudden, oh, I I don't have any joint pain there anymore, (laughs) you know, stuff like that, you know?
2: (laughs) But yeah, even just the visual effect um, of it washing away the bullet wound, I thought was just a super cool like yeah. subdued, but just a very cool effect.
1: Yeah, really cool effect. Yeah, and, and even the uh, like it was actually effective use of stop motion is is Donovan aging mm. the way that it, like in, in in ten seconds. I thought was was actually I thought was actually really effectively done too. So oh, yeah. yeah, really cool effects in this. Temple collapse. Elsa dies because she, you know, it's it's that that thirst for the cup, you know, and then and I I like that Indy almost gives into the temptation, but. Henry Sr. is the one that brings him back from it. I thought was, yeah. it was it was a great capper to the, the father-son arc oh, through yeah. the movie, and I
2: feel. again, it's a great transformation for Henry, who has been going after this his whole life and then realizes at that moment, it's like, that's not actually the most important thing right now. Exactly. He realizes his, his son
1: is actually more important to him. And and his and he hasn't been you know for the rest of his life you know mm-hmm. it's like for for all he tries to say oh I was a good father because I taught you self reliance <laughs> that's like such the excuse of the absentee parent right. it really is like I taught you self reliance by neglecting you it's like no yeah that's not what that's not what a kid needs and like India is right it's like what what. What he taught him was that people who have been dead for 2,000 years were more important to him than his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this whole thing is like, you know, you can't take the grail out of the temple. It's like, okay, so you can be immortal, but you just have to sit in this one
2: room the whole time. Yep. Great, I guess okay. I guess you just have to, like, tell someone to go back. It's like, hey, can you get me some uh, can you give me some films to watch in here? A few books. You know, a decent bed, because, you know, that one's not going to cut it.
1: <laughs> but I, I like the fact that, you know, at the end, because the temple does collapse at the end and they see the knight come out and give him that just that one hand uh, up in the air it's like you know you 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 definitely get the sense that the knight is grateful because he's finally being released from his you know his his vigil over over the cup it's like you know what it's it's not gonna fall into anybody's hands and and i think that that i think that that was acceptable
2: way for that for that to go down at the end of the day it was used exactly as it should because clearly immortality is not that great like obviously not terrible but if you're old forever that's not exactly wonderful either well
1: you're old forever and again you can't have any new you're just alone in that temple Mm -hmm. the whole time
2: you can't have any new life experiences there's no point in being alive if you're just gonna sit in a room for for 700 years you know yep you know one one last healing act and then no one uses it again and that's just fine
1: there is definitely a pattern of Indy uh, ultimately ending up empty-handed at the ends of all these movies. It's like, you know, hey, yo, know, the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, he does curate the Ark of the Covenant, and then it gets shoved into a warehouse somewhere. Right. It's like, oh, there's this one uh, really valuable stone. Ah, I'm going to give it back to the villagers because I'm not going to be a dick. Oh, the Holy Grail. I I hide it for a second. I know it exists. I used it. And now it's gone. It's,
2: it's gone. It's not even it, like a tumor. I think it's just like in a fault line somewhere. This
1: is why he has to be a professor, is because he never gets, to, he never actually gets to keep any of his valuable artifacts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's why I I do want to make a small note and say that I really love the moment earlier on when we see him as a professor and he's just yeah. sitting in the tiniest, most artifact-filled office. The place is like oh okay. That was
1: one thing I miss in Temple of Doom. Like I, I love seeing him as in 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 the university. Like I love the scenes with him in the university too and when everybody's uh, like trying to bang on his door you know like like he's he's so behind on like grading term papers he has it he's been neglecting his office hours and he basically instead of like trying to address the situation he just goes out the window (laughs) he's like no
2: (laughs) i've got to continue to neglect my responsibilities as a professor (laughs) jones the world's greatest adventure and possibly worst tenured professor
1: (laughs) he's he gives great lectures but he's he fails at literally every other part of being a, a, an academic
3: in <laughs> raiders of the last lost ark the girl had the i love you on her eyelids didn't she do the same thing and no 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 no
1: no she's not in no. this one yeah, no not, in, no, this not one. in this one they uh i i love the fact that they reveal that indiana jones is like that indiana was the name of the family dog um right. which which because because indiana jones is named after george lucas's dog so that was a, a good uh uh reference to that but just I just love Sala's reaction. It's like, they named you after the dog?
0: You
2: know? It was great. I also deeply love uh, Marcus leading them off on adventures. Like, got lost in his own museum, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a great way to end the trilogy of these four
1: adventurers, these four companions that, mm. you know... Three of them are from the first movie, and then, you know, like, Henry Sr. is, is, is from this movie, but is, is is an integral part of... Like, I love seeing just these four companions right off into the sunset together, and that that's how we end. And they linger on it for a long time over the credits, and that's just how we end this yeah. trilogy. I think it's a great... Like, honestly... I'm excited for Dial of Destiny, and I'm, I'm even thankful for Crystal Skull in its own way, but if they if this had been the last movie in this franchise, it would have been a great ender.
2: Yeah. It honestly would have been. No, I, I strongly agree. Like, and again, I like Crystal Skull. We'll get into more details about how I feel about it, but broadly, I like it. But no, I agree. This would have been the perfect ending for the series. It would have.
1: Okay, so uh, let's go into our overall thoughts and our score of 1 out of 10, and liz why don't you go ahead and start on this one
3: uh my favorite i finally get to say it this is my favorite <laughs> indiana Jones. i fucking love this ride i fucking love it i love the the trials at the end that indy has to pass through and that he leaves an opening for the nazis to come through so they can get smashed Yes. I love the daddy issues of this movie. I love the daddy resolution of this movie. It really is a beautiful arc for a father and a son. It is gorgeous. It is so wonderful for them to get re, to get to know each other once again. I, I love that part. I love that Elsa is a Nazi that slept with both of them. It's just fucking hilarious. I love that Elsa has her own personality. Elsa has her own goals. I, that's why I think that she is a complete turnaround and much better than what they had in in the Temple of Doom. I love Marcus in this movie so much. He makes it. He really does. Him and Sala. Uh, so I enjoy the ride. I love the archaeology, and for me, this one stands out, and I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. The only reason why I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 is because I don't think it's the perfect movie, but I think it's damn near. it. the, The beginning is very different from the beginning of all the other movies. They bring us in in another way by showing us the past life of Indiana Jones. And... I love that they have near the end, you were named after the dog.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, Liz, I, I got to admire your restraint. Like, you, you're, usually, you're usually just, like, throwing 10 out of 10s out left and right. And, like, <laughs> you say that this is this is your favorite one. I thought for sure you were going to. But no, I admire the restraint, you know. I feel like you start, <laughs> I feel like you start to, you know, be like, hmm. Maybe, maybe I won't always give everything a 10 out of 10 that I like. No.
3: <laughs> Here's, you want to know why I didn't give it a, a, a 10 out of 10? The big reason is it's lacking in diversity in this movie. It is. But the bad guys are Nazis.
1: Yeah, even the fact that, you know, all of the, ma- like, like the one female character, and I agree, it was, it was a more feminist character than Willie, but it's still the one female character is an evil Nazi yeah. type of thing. And we have these four companions, they're all dudes. Mm-hmm. All white
3: dudes. Yeah. All white yeah, all, well, not all white, but- white, white
1: dudes. Well, okay. I think John Reese Davies, I guess, is a white actor. I think he's technically think he not is. playing a white character. Yeah, um, I think he is. But it's not. It's at least they didn't like. At least they didn't brownface him or right. anything like that. And, and like, I, 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 I'm honestly not complaining because I think he completely works in Salah. I really I think do. Is, I, I, yeah. yeah,
3: but that is that's the reason why I didn't give it a ten.
1: No, I, I think that's completely yeah, fair. That's fair. And I, I'll go ahead and say, um, this actually is also my favorite Indiana Jones movie. It, it's one of those things where. I think it's equally good to Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think I think the two movies are actually equal in quality. In some ways, if I'm if I'm trying to make a completely objective comparison of the two, the reason I might actually give it to Raiders over Last Crusade is just because I compare Marion to Elsa, and I think that Elsa is really weak. But at the same time. I also acknowledge that Elsa's not really the character to compare Marion to, just because they're both technically the quote-unquote love interests. Like, in the way that Raiders is Indy and Marion going on this adventure, really the equivalent character to Marion is really Henry Sr. in this film. Yeah. Um, In terms of he's the one that's really going on this adventure with Indy. And then you also have Sala and and Marcus in there, and and they, they form a great party. I don't like Elsa Schneider. I honestly don't. She doesn't ruin the movie by a long shot. I'm actually going to go with the hot take and say, even though she is a more feminist character, I actually kind of like Willie better. Like, I don't like either one, but I, I actually kind of prefer Willie over Elsa just because I, I feel like, to me, there's just more personality there with Willie. Like, I think Elsa yeah. was also just just forgettable for me. and mm-hmm. she, like, she she's, just a, she's just a Nazi, but at the end of the day, she doesn't take away from the movie, and, and she, no. she fills the role that she's meant to fill in the movie. Right.
3: And they do give us three different women in all three different movies.
1: They do, but again, that was more following the James Bond formula, but but in a way where you know, maybe it was, it was maybe even more of a feminist version of of that in some ways, but but she is, and I think that's also my problem with Elsa, is Elsa really felt like the classic James Bond femme fatale type of thing, which I think works better in a Bond film than it does in an Indiana Jones film for me personally, but I know that there were some James Bond kind of elements in this movie, which I think is why they cast sean connery which Mm -hmm. interestingly um i know that harrison ford and sean connery were having a hard time developing the chemistry between them because sean connery is only 12 years older than harrison ford so he's actually not really old enough to be harrison ford's father but they they managed to find that dynamic so well you know and getting to know each other as actors and as performers so i'm meandering a little bit but overall i think that it's that chemistry between Indy and Henry Sr. is the reason why this this movie goes over the top for me. It's because that dynamic is so endlessly entertaining throughout this movie. And again, I just have to give props to that opening sequence with River Phoenix. It's, what, it's probably my favorite opening to any Indiana Jones film. So I am actually going to give it a 10 out of 10. Even with my comments on Elsa Schneider, I think that everything else in the movie works so well that I still have to give it a 10 out of 10 for myself.
0: Yeah.
2: So, I am going to be a bit of an outlier and the asshole here by saying that this is also probably my favorite uh, Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> I will say that it is very close with Raiders. Raiders is fantastic, Same. start to It's finish. extremely close, um, yeah. It is it's super close. I agree. I think it is largely that sheer chemistry, that dynamic between uh Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, you know, Henry Jones Sr. and Jr. that makes it work. And also, like, obviously, like uh Raiders of the Lost Ark does have a great sense of humor at parts. Um I do appreciate the slightly lighter tone of this one, but also it manages to be a fun, amazing ride nonstop, start to finish, which can sometimes feel exhausting but in this case it just works they have such different they have such a variety of scenarios a variety of different kinds of excitement and action that it works that this is kind of a non-stop ride start to finish it is fun i will agree that perhaps my big issue is actually something that was raised with the last movie as well um elsa schneider is kind of the only female character in this film, um, which is an issue. I do agree that diversity is kind of a problem, that apart from Elsa Schneider, who is kind of playing, you know, a dual role as love interest and secondary antagonist, we do have the main party of four white dudes. Sola is technically Middle Eastern, but he is played by a racially ambiguous white man. With that said, this movie is nowhere in any sphere of imagination as racist as Temple of Doom. They absolutely managed to get better about that when making this film. It is smart. It is funny nonstop. I am going to give this one a a 10 out of 10 as well. It is just wonderful.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's such a fun one. It really is.
2: Well, having said all of that, Zach, where can the folks find you? Folks can find me on the Facebook as Zachary Schneider. They can also find me on my personal site, Zachariah-Schneider-Personal.herokuapp.com. Liz, where can the folks find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on all social media under the LizTory, L-Y-Z-T-O-R-Y. L Y Z T O R Y. You can find me under the non-binary preacher's kid presents you can buy tickets i uh i'm doing tig Nataro may 20th uh bobcat goldthwaite is june 24th
1: i'm sam wilson you can follow me on instagram at sc wilson underscore actor you can follow my band, Gas Station Boner Pills, at the Band of Boners on Instagram. As these uh, next couple episodes are going to be coming out, we're actually going to be on tour. We're going to be on the road. Uh, but if you follow us on on again at the Band of Boners or just on Gas Station Boner Pills on Facebook, we are going to announce all our tour dates as well as the rest of our shows uh, for the rest of this year as we book them. So definitely if you're in Atlanta, come see us uh, and we might be coming to your city as well in the coming weeks. And of course, you can follow Nerd Shit at The Nerd Shit Pod on all social medias. That's Facebook, TikTok, Instagram and Twitter, all at The Nerd Shit Pod. We release episodes every single week. So make sure that you're subscribed to us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a review. Leave us a star rating. Send us a DM to any of our social medias to let us know how you think we're doing. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, concluding our countdown to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is coming out in just a few weeks. For Zach Schneider and Liz Torrey, I'm Sam Wilson. Thank you for joining us for Nerd Shit. Nerd
0: Shit!
1: Nerd Shit! Stay shitty, nerds. Nerd
0: Shit! Nerd Shit! So on it. This about the nerd Shit!